You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Don't be afraid. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here with you on a really dreary day. It's a really <laughs> shitty, rainy, cold. We turned the heat on for a little bit. No, Caitlin turned the heat uh, on. Celeste did not turn the heat on. <laughs> the battle continues. The battle continues. <laughs> I shut it off, though. It just There was just like a chill in the house. Like, it was just like a little, it's cold, it's damp. It's true. It was just cold, and I, it was on for like 20 minutes and like heated up to, I got her to put it on at 63, so I got the house to a nice, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> air quotes, toasty 63 here. <laughs> no, and I think, especially anyone in New England knows, like, yeah. New England houses, they do get really cold. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's no central heat and air in most of them. Um, and the radiators, I feel like it's not like a, I feel like when they start going, they get the house really warm, yeah. really quick. And you, that's kind of a good and bad thing because then you're just like, <sighs> well, it's really good in the winter. I mean, to keep it nice sure. and warm. And I feel like, cause like, if you've ever had a radiator, they get really, really hot Yeah, and they stay like, I bet if, I mean, it's been off for like three hours now, but I bet if you still went over, they're still warm. Yeah. They're still like radiating. Heat a little out, bit of heat. So. It's true. Thank you for, you know. <laughs> Not making me bundle in my parka and snowsuit. We're not on to turning it on full time yet, so I'm still happy about that. Um, yeah, because the bill really sucks when it comes in. <laughs> it's true, and to be honest, like this is gonna make me sound so stupid. Like I do have a master's degree, folks, but <laughs> I've never seen a radiator. Not like really. You're from it's, fucking South Carolina. <laughs> well, like I just didn't know how they worked. It was just like the the water gets hot, the house gets hot. I'm like, what? <laughs> Everything is hot. Is this going on up in here? <laughs> Yeah, um, they do really get... I never had radiators growing up. We always had, like, a furnace that just, like, had the vents through the floor and it ran off from oil. Oh, okay. Um, Until college, we had radiators, and that's when I learned the, like... Kathunking. Ting, ting. I have to like prep my family when they stay with us in the winter because I'm like, you're going to hear what sounds like someone trying to kick in your door in the middle of the night. It's just your radiator. It's going to be okay. Cause if you don't know it, it'll scare the shit out of it's, you. Yeah. It took a while for us to get used to it here. Yeah. I think like, cause you're like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, no, no, it it's okay. But I'm like, it did take me, it like brought me back to college when it's just like, okay, you just get used to it. You get you used the to sound. like, yeah. yeah. Like remember, I mean, we live right across, um, the lake from UMass Hospital. Yes. And it took forever. In case you want to know where we live. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it took forever for us to get used to the, the helicopters. Because it's, oh, I mean, it's in really out. loud. I mean, they're right above the trees. Yeah, we um, see them a lot coming in and out. Yeah. And that kind of just went away. The same with where I work. They're right next to the like train tracks. Mm. And like, I really don't hear the train anymore. It's true. It's interesting how you do get used to like the sounds of a house. Like I remember our first couple nights here, like I never had a bad feeling, mm-hmm. but I think the house, especially old houses in this one, I mean, when really did old Larry, the landlord tell us this house was built. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was like early 1900s. It's old. This is it's an, old, an house. old house. And it houses settle and they make yeah. weird noises. Well, it didn't help either that we had like no fucking furniture to like absorb any noise. Yeah. <laughs> Echoey, <laughs> loud, and cold. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. So good stuff. Well, we posted on, I think it was like, you put it on Instagram. Yep, I, I think did. I put it on Facebook. I don't know if I put the pumpkins on Facebook. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm not very good at this. We got, yep, we'll do that though. <laughs> um, we carved pumpkins yesterday. We did, getting ready for Halloween this week. We've been really slack about it. And we finally said, like, nope, Halloween is coming. We must be prepared. <laughs> There's like, there's, we've got no trick-or-treaters last year. I don't know if it was just because we were new. Because there are a few kids that live like down the hill. Down. So we did get a bag of candy, but it's like, all right, pick the candy that we want. <laughs> because like, chances are we're going to eat gonna it be, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
fair. We haven't even cracked into it yet. Good for, good for us. You know what? And now that we've said it this afternoon, I have a like, feeling. Mm, I could really go for it. I hear like a rattling <laughs> sound as Caitlin like snaps open the bag. <laughs> this morning I woke up on my nightstand and <laughs> I had like 17 like cans of seltzer water. Oh my God. <laughs> Most were half full. It's true. And a Slim Jim wrapper and a package of half-eaten gummy um, bears. <laughs> so late at night, Caitlin likes to become a raccoon and go rattling through our pantry to find anything she can get her little paws on. Um, yeah, that's how I always say I can find you is I'll find the hat. It's either half-drank beer <laughs> or half-open LaCroix through the house. And then you know where to find me because I turn all the lights on. I'm I was just going to say, you know I'm what? scared of the dark. I literally am like, okay, I know where I'm going to go with this one. You and your fucking lights. We're like, what the fuck, Celeste? Like, we're all downstairs. And she's like, I'm going to go upstairs and turn the guest, you know, side light on. Guest room side light. Because it just light. illuminates the house and it just makes it look nice. And it runs up our bill right at the same time. So yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Oh, so aside from Man, we, we, the Croix. <laughs> Uh, Dennis, our dog, turned 10. To be fair, he's probably older than 10 because he was 8 for like But we're just not three years. ready to say he's older than that. So he's 10. He's going to be 10 for a good another two years. Yeah, he'll be 10 for two years now. Yeah. So had him a little birthday party of sorts. And mm-hmm. he, it, I don't know why we thought we'd spoiled him more than we normally do. It's not like the dog doesn't get 10,000 treats a day. But he got a That's lot true. of lots yesterday. So. He did. He did. He's a sweet dog. But he's not trusted in the podcast because he likes to lay on the couch in our sunroom. Yes. And just farts and snores and usually Makes gets up and sounds. shakes and yep. is just generally annoying. So. so he's been banished to the bedroom he's, for the recording. <laughs> he's in puppy jail for now. Fair enough. We'll let him out, though. It'll be all right. Yeah. He'll live. Yeah. So after that. After long, that. <laughs> after catching up, you know, everybody on our life. Is it really sad that sometimes when we record, that's like the first time sometimes I get to sit down with you and like actually talk, talk. to you because we're like so busy during the day. It is true. All right. But it is Sunday. It is it's Sunday. 11 o'clock, so we've got, you know, we've got to wrap this up here. <laughs> Before <laughs> the Lord's Day is upon us, and the Patriots, thank uh, God, are playing today. They are. They're not playing till 4.30, so I'll, I can, yeah. we can push back, you know, to one. It's fair. A little bit, but. Not too much, because no. you got a few games with one you got to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Fair. Cool, so we're kind of doing some, some nastiness today. It's kind of gory and yeah, yucky, creepy. and a little disclaimer that there are kind of children and deaths of children involved in this one so yep. if you don't want to listen to that just go listen to how we met yeah it's like <laughs> and it's nice and fluffy and fun go do that but yeah um, no definitely both are heavy yeah topics. they are they sure. um, <laughs> you were coming there's a it's hard to explain but at the you know our stairs going upstairs yeah has a window yeah. that looks into our sunroom like and pretty much directly at into the computer. the computer so i'm like sitting here typing away and like celeste is like bringing laundry down and she's like that's a fucking awesome topic <laughs> <laughs> it is i did know about yours yeah so um yeah. i guess i do want to just kind of dive in yeah let's go for it cool um so we had just done lizzie borden not too long ago yes and i know that morbid they're in the middle of their two part yeah and they stayed there like that's fucking crazy we gotta finish watching the live stream i started it and i did not get to to finish but yeah Mm -mm. yeah so it kind of keep i think both of ours kind of stay on the like kind of the axe oh yep yep kind of common themes Um, sure so i guess our theme today like axes and mysteries unsolved yeah oh speaking of that that just brought me back to a memory did you ever watch unsolved mysteries when you were little yes (laughs) it was so great we were just talking about that earlier yeah like when we were homesick yeah school like what you would watch mine was definitely price is right that was more at night we would watch that 
I feel like too, and maybe I don't remember when this would have been, but I believe Lifetime used to play it. And it would like be like during their like 10 and 11 a.m. block and like Um. my little chicken spooky ass would be like, (laughs) I want to watch it. But like, I want to watch it during the day. (laughs) And then Robert Stack in his trench coat would come out from the mist. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) See, my parents were assholes and made us watch it at night. It was like (laughs) seven to eight. It's like, okay, go to bed now. (laughs) Okay. Have fun sleeping. Don't get abducted. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Great. I'll try. Oh man, that's what that made me think of the whole time we were talking about these. <laughs> that's no, it's that was a really good show. And it that was. other guy was just um wasn't Unsolved Mysteries, it was um John Walsh. Yeah. He did um he was on America's Most Wanted. Yeah, that's right. After that's his right. the death of his son. Yeah, that was really sad. But he didn't yeah. find out about that though for a long time, right? Like wasn't he like missing for a long time? He, I believe, I haven't read the full case again, but mm-hmm. I believe he did go missing and then I think they did find him obviously deceased. Oh. Um and they I don't think they ever found who did it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what drove him into that. To doing that, yeah. Um yeah. Well, that's tough. Yeah, and these stories aren't much better. So. No. <laughs> and they're <laughs> unsolved. So yeah. um so you kept saying the silica I, and I'm like no. No, cuz I can't read and obviously <laughs> I'm just that like, dumb. Okay. So um, it's the Velisca Axe yeah, Murders. Velisca. <laughs> um, and it's in Iowa. Velisca, mm-hmm. um, Iowa. Yes. And so kind of backstory on them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a family of six. There was dad, Josiah, and okay. Sarah, the mom. Yeah. Um, and they had four children. And it was Herman, Mary, Arthur, and Paul. And they aged, their age range was from 5 to 11. So okay. they were pretty young. Yeah. Um, so they were pretty rich. They had like a pretty nice house. Okay. Um, but they were very well liked in the community. Um, mm-hmm. Josiah was kind of a businessman and just made friends with everybody, um, but kind of had like enemies too. You know, I think when sure. you're rich and you have kind of power, you, it kind of comes hand in hand, like right. good people, bad people, but for the most part, like well liked. Sure. And from what, um, the little bit that I've read about this case too, mm-hmm. it seemed like Velisca itself was like a very kind of small town full of working people. Yeah. Kind of safe, like the ideal American mm-hmm. town. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So it was just a normal evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was June 10th in 1912. Okay. So just kind of give you a Set date. Scene. Yeah. Um, and little Mary was one of the daughters. She was the oldest daughter. She was 11. Okay. Um, had two friends over named Ina and Lena. Okay. Um, and they were going to spend the night. So they had gone to kind of church all day, like at church activities. Yeah, I think there was an event or something going on that yep. day. And so they were gone all day. Yep. Um, and they didn't get home until like they said between like 9.45 and 10 o'clock was mm-hmm. their best estimate. So pretty late. Yeah. Um, nothing really seemed out of place. They kind of just went along their day and, you know, just went to bed. Right. Um, and so nothing really seemed off until the next morning. Sure. Um, they had a next door neighbor, um, Mary Peckham. Yes. And she just kind of knows they didn't go out and do like their morning chores. Like, because these are, you know, people that have to still work. Like there's a lot to make a house keep going. Absolutely. So it was just kind of every morning they had gone out and done chores. And she was just like, hmm. Like it's weird to not see them out yet. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think we're creepy as fuck. So like, I know, kind of like the schedules of our neighbors. I mean, it, you just—it's hard not to kind of notice well, when sure. they leave, when they come, you know, come back. Yeah, and, and she was good friends with them, correct? Mary yes. Beckham was good friends with this family. Yes. Okay. Um, I forgot to mention that their last name is Moore. The Moores, Josiah, okay. Sarah Moore. Okay, sure. Um, so yeah, they, she just noticed. So she went over and kind of just like knocked on the door and just said it was like pretty quiet, like. Just too quiet. It was just, yeah, it was just, so she kind of like peeked Children in. Children are loud. Yeah. Like you're going to hear something. <laughs> yeah. um, so she, you know, kind of knocked and then she just kind of wiggled the door just to see and like it was locked. So she's like, okay. Okay. Like, like weird, but. Cars are there. They're home. Like 
something is off. Yeah, just you get that kind of tingly feeling. Like yeah. something is not right. Right. So okay. I think that's just kind of like most people have that kind that of intuition. Sense, yeah. Like mm, something's weird. So she ended up calling um, Josiah's brother. Okay. Um, and his name was Ross. Okay. And so he comes over and he's just like pounding on the door, like yelling. And so he just decided he had a spare key. So he mm-hmm. just decided like, okay, I'm going to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of when it gets just pretty horrific. Trigger warning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he opens the door and he's kind of just like yelling and just like kind of looking through. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door to the parlor Yeah. and he sees in the bed in the parlor, um, the two friends, Ina and Lena, um, bludgeoned to death. Like, there was just blood everywhere. Okay. Um, so he uh, immediately um, has Mary call the police to come, you know, obviously over. And yeah. like, he kind of just stopped. Like he well, sure. I can only knew, imagine that scene. Yeah. And he, I think, just kind of knew. It what, wasn't going to be good. Right. Yep. Um, so they kind of waited um, on the porch. And the police come, and then they find... The rest of their family. So there were eight murders in all. Yeah. Family of six plus the two friends sleeping over. Unfortunate going to your friend's house and like just. Yeah. And I think that's kind of it, it's sad no matter what. And, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, of course, you'll find out more as you go through it. But um, I, I think the case of the friends being there is just the more like it's just they weren't supposed to be there. You know, yeah. like they weren't the targets of this. Mm-hmm. They were just at the wrong place. But he at had the wrong to, time. you know, whoever did he it, she, yeah. he had to do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they and they were all bludgeoned to death, and they okay. um, did find the axe upstairs. Mm-hmm. So this is blunt force trauma to the head on all victims. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Every, no. Nope. Get ahead of you. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, they were all bludgeoned, but Josiah. So whoever murdered them hit them with the flat end of the axe. Okay. So it was the they. It was just like Kinda blunt like, force. I'm like going trauma. up and down with my yeah. Arm. I think just yeah just smacked okay. on the back of the head with the flat side they the, were like chopping correct okay other than josiah the guy or girl who was unsolved so we don't know who it was but um guys are assholes so i'm just assuming it's a guy <laughs> sorry <laughs> um but so that whoever did it um smacked him in the face with a sharp end and mm. so like the Mm-mm-mm. everybody else kind of just got like a couple knocks to like kill them but sure. he was like pretty massacred Heavily. they couldn't find his eyeballs and they, that, that reminds me of Lizzie Borden. Yeah, oh, actually, that is very, very similar. <laughs> oh, okay. that bitch was crazy too. Okay, yeah, don't be sexist. A murder's a murder, no matter who. Um, yeah. So they they find that odd that he was killed in a different way. Well, it substantiates um, the theory that he may have been the target or had the enemies that you talked about earlier. Yep. So, yep. yep. That was kind of my my okay. my thought on that. Um, so they obviously are, are investigating, you know, kind of the entire house. Sure. And they go up into the attic and find two finished cigarettes. Now, okay. keep in mind, forensics are not really. There's no DNA testing yeah. at this point. Um, so they believe that there was, like, the murderer was there all day, just kind of like. Chilling, kicking it, like Ooh, waiting, waiting for that. They, that would make sense though, because they were out of the house all day yep. at this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. So they found that. Oh, I um, like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I just want to go upstairs and like check out our attic. Well, they're going to trip over all the shit up in our attic before they even. <laughs> so we won't hear them because our attic is so damn cluttered. It's not funny. It is pretty bad. Yeah. Speaking of that, that was on my list of shit to get done this weekend, <laughs> and that's now on the list of shit we didn't get done this weekend. <laughs> Um, we do have a pretty cool, like, attic, though. Like, yeah. 
can't tell anybody where the door is, but like it's kind of a secret door to get up there. Like I feel like if you didn't know where it was, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know really. There. Yeah, you wouldn't really. Fair. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, that's in but, our favor then. <laughs> fucking creepy. Yeah, fucking creepy. <laughs> um, yeah. So as I said, you know, he kind of got it to the face, to the back. Um, yeah. Lost his eyeballs. Yeah. Horrible. Mm. Um, and the this is a really sad part, but okay. um. They believe that they were all sleeping when they were murdered. This happened. Um, other than Lena, who was 12 years old. And that was one of the friends. The friends. Okay. Yes, because she was found laying across the bed. Um, okay. And she had um, defense wounds on her arms. So she was trying to block Was, the they attack. think, trying to, yep, to block him. Okay. Um, and then her... Yeah, she was 12. Okay. Um, and her nightgown was, like, lifted up, and she didn't have any undies on, so they think that... She may have been sexually assaulted. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, where the fuck are the forensics? Like, well, this is kind of what makes you angry when you read about these cases, because... It seems you know, like it would be... I mean, you find a cigarette, that's like a smoking gun, like, find some DNA, and... Well, sure, and if this had happened now, probably. Yeah. But, you know, you have these neighbors wandering through the house. Yep. There's just a lot of contamination to begin with. There is. Um, so yeah, they don't really know. There were a lot of suspects and now keep in mind, this is, you know, in the, you know, early 1900s. So there's not a whole lot they can do aside from like asking questions and like clearing somebody. Um, so just a little bit on each person that they kind of had as suspects. Um, one was Andrew Sawyer. Um, he was on that morning overheard like getting into an argument and he's like, I will cut your goddamn heads off. Ooh, okay. And so, well, like, that, yep. people around him were like, hey, I think it might be him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> um, fair enough. So they take him in, um, okay. but he quickly had a strong alibi and just kind of just was a off chance that he just said that. Just a really and, bad choice of words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so they let him go, and they, you know, that kind of went away. Okay. Um, there was also Frank Jones, um, and this was Josiah's former boss. Um, okay. And they kind of parted ways, like business deals, but it was kind of not a good. On a bad. Term. Yeah, it wasn't okay. really friendly. Yeah, yep. Um, but he had an alibi as well. And so he kind of quickly okay. just wasn't um, a suspect anymore. Um, another guy was William Mansfield. Okay. Um, his family had been murdered with an axe. And so they thought that, like, huh. he was maybe getting revenge. Okay. Um, I and mean, did he think the Moors had anything to do with his family? I don't think so. It was just kind of him just being like, you know, that happened to me. So like, fuck you. I'm going to, you know, maybe, maybe because he was kind of rich scene. and powerful. Like I'm going to do it to like a, you know, well, wealthy okay, family. And you said and, they had money. So uh-huh. maybe. Okay. Yep. yep. So All I right. mean, right. but he ended up not um, being it. They kind of just like, no, nah, like, it's not you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then there was also a suspected serial killer. Um, his name was Henry Moore. Um, no relation to the Moores, um, okay, their different. last name. Yep. Um, but he, you know, of course, there's no no real evidence that they can, like, pinpoint. So, you know, he's not, like, walking around with, like, bloody clothes or anything. So, like, right, we don't have CCTV. It's yeah. not like they caught him on the, you know, the what's the doorbell camera? Ring. The ring. <laughs> not like they showed him on the ring showing up. <laughs> no. So he, you know, is not one. Um, Paul Muller. Um, he was also a suspected serial killer. Crazy to think. Uh, he also had been like his kind of, he was never charged with any murders, but he was suspected to be a killer and killed people with blunt ends of axes. Well, you know, if the, if the shoe fits, I suppose, (laughs) and he was local to this, like he lived in Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. 
Hmm. Um, yep. The my last, money's on him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Not after this next guy. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to change your mind, girl. Change it. Change it. So this guy, he is a reverend, George Kelly. Mm. He confessed to fucking murdering them. Okay. Okay. Signed, sealed, delivered, right? Yep. Put Go him in on. jail. We're done. <laughs> yeah. The jury doesn't believe him. He's charged. He goes to trial. They what? don't believe him. He had gone through a mental breakdown, and okay. they believe that he was just just crazy. And obviously, this was a really well-broadcasted incident. The whole town knew about yeah, it. Yeah, everybody Maybe this knew. was factored into his delusion. And right. Right. Kind of made it up. that he did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they, they didn't, they just didn't believe him. Um, he was also found like a, he was a peeping Tom. Like he found Ooh. like women and like peeped in on them and like asked people like, we pose nude for me. Like he was just a scumbag. Speech for a man of God. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Truly. Um, and he had been seen leaving town around 6 a.m. Um, okay. the morning of the murder. He left Villisca. On the morning of, like before it occurred, or the day after, the day after, like oh, so, okay, because they so, sat, yeah, they thought they um, were murdered, you know, obviously in the middle of the night, sure. Um, and so he had left pretty much right after they believed that this all kind of went down. Okay. Um. So they find him, and you know, kind of question him. They don't believe him. He gets let go. Nothing. Like it's just kind of okay. Cold case for <laughs> yeah. a couple of years. This dude <laughs> gets arrested. Yeah. You think for the murders, right? Like, hey, it's finally him. Oh, no, he was sending nudie Judy's to the police station, like, pictures of himself to the police station, and they're like, uh, no. (laughs) That reminds me so much of when Morbid did uh, the series on BTK, which I don't think you've listened to it. Uh, I don't listen to the podcast. I know. I don't know how I have one, and (laughs) I listen to it. (laughs) Yes, um, BTK is Bind, Torture, Kill. Um, He was prolific, I believe, in Oklahoma, Dennis Rader. Big old sack of shit. But basically, the reason they caught him, like, way after he committed, like, the last of his murders was because he asked the police and, like, I believe it was in the newspaper if he sent them the floppy a floppy disk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, <laughs> did you track to what computer that came from? And they were like, yeah, no, Dennis. No. I don't know how to do that. And you can. <laughs> dumb. Real dumb. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. It's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he sent in the nudie Judies to the police station. Um, so they kind of start looking into him again a little more. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he, they arrest him again and say, like, hey, we're going to, like – try you again on the murders of the the Moore family. Sure. Um, And he, again, told the story of how he did it, and he did it. (sighs) Good Lord. And was fucking acquitted. This is the damn O.J. Simpson of (laughs) Villisca, Iowa. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a come on thing, but, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe you could just tell he was off and, like. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a theory about who? I think it was, I mean, I don't know. You're going to go with it. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with, like, he admitted it and admitted it twice and got let go, like. Fair. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. If he's that crazy, he shouldn't be, like, out bebopping around. around. And he's obviously, like, a like sexual predator. Well, couldn't they have, I was about to say, when he was sending the nudie Judy, shouldn't they have, like, arrested him for, did they arrest they him? They did, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so then, like, that's when they kind of, like, started questioning him and they were like, hey, we're, we're going to kind of. Revisit this. Revisit, Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. crazy. So it's unsolved, although in my head I think it's solved, but yeah. they never, nobody was ever charged with yeah. 
their murders, but that's a pretty horrific way to die. I feel really bad Absolutely. for, like, obviously, like, children and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, of course. And the house is still standing, correct? Yeah, and it's a museum now. Um, I don't know if you can stay there. I feel like it's just a museum, but... Yeah, I was trying to remember back. Um, if you do have an interest, I was going to say, too, in this, um, another podcast, Astonishing Legends, is doing a series on Velisca right now. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the first part, and it's really, really good. They yeah. have a team of researchers, so it's very, very in-depth. Oh, damn. It's like two-hour episodes. It's really... It's, That's crazy. It's long, but honestly, it was really interesting. Oh, I so. couldn't do that. I couldn't talk for two hours. I know. <laughs> After an hour, I'm like, all right, can we wrap this up? I'm bored. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Interesting if you are yeah. if you want to know more. That's a great source. Um, another interesting thing that I wanted to add into is that they found that all the mirrors in the house had been covered when they found the bodies. How did I miss that? I, I don't know if that's a major detail. Astonishing Legends literally mentioned it. That's why oh. I knew it. But all the mirrors had been covered. So there was kind of this theory of maybe something like supernatural because it's common to cover mirrors at yeah, the time yeah, yeah. of death. Or maybe the murderer maybe knew the family and like couldn't face themselves after they did this. Did it, yeah. So just another creepy fact. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good so. one. Yeah, I thought so. All right. You ready for mine? Yep. Well, we're leaving the USA for this one. <laughs> we're heading off to Germany. German. Germany. Yes. And this is going to be a master class in Celeste trying to pronounce German names. So <laughs> buckle in, German listeners, if we, we have any. <laughs> we, had, um, we had a fun time in Germany when we went. We learned. did. Yeah. I don't know how close this is to where we were. They had really good pretzels and really good beer at that distiller, distillery we yes, went to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Very beautiful. And our weird egg and... Egg and chicken nugget sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. We um we went to this cafe because we had some time to kill. And it we was were starving. Yeah. And it was literally chicken nuggets, tomatoes. Was there tomato on it or was it just egg? Chicken no, nuggets. there was tomato. It was tomato. Well, because I was, like, looking and everything's in German. And, like, it's got like, yeah. tiny little writing underneath. And I saw, like, chicken nugget. And I was, like, like that one. <laughs> I want that one. And so it literally was, it was weird. It was hard-boiled eggs, mm-hmm. chicken nuggets, Tomato, lettuce, and like a relish, like a yeah, like a what's the word? Romelade. Romelade. I made it too here. It was was, really good. It was. It was just the weirdest weirdest thing. Mm -hmm. Try new foods, folks. Sometimes you'll find shit you really like, (laughs) (laughs) like hard boiled egg and chicken nugget sandwiches. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Anyways, back to you, and I'm ready for you to butcher all of this because I'm looking at them. Yeah, (laughs) that is you, not me. (laughs) So again, disclaimer: this story also involves child deaths Mm -hmm. as well as um, references to incest so buckle in folks yep (laughs) dirty birdies dirty birdies indeed this is the story of the hinterkaifeck murders good job ever heard of that no (laughs) okay so a couple notes so we can kind of set the scene here um this town really doesn't exist anymore and it's important to note that the name of the town is not hinterkaifeck that's a really common misconception hinter in german means behind okay kaifeck was a town at the time okay so this is literally the name of the house itself where the murders occurred behind kaifeck gotcha so fun fact number one this would be between the towns of ingolstadt and schrobenhausen germany (laughs) Good job. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> and to kind of give you a sense of where it is, this would be 45, for about 45 miles north of Munich, okay. Germany. So, um, and yeah, so what happened? This occurred in 1922. Okay. And I'm going to start with the discovery of the bodies and I'm going to kind of work backwards to kind of make things fall into place. Got it. Okay. So April 4th, 1922. Uh-huh. 
kind of, it has a lot of ties to Velisca. It's very closely related. Neighbors of the Gruber family kind of become concerned that they've not seen the, you know, the family members out and about, you know, this is a small town. People go to church. They go to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very close knit community. Uh Okay. So the Gruber household um, consisted of Andreas Gruber, who was the dad. He was 63. His wife's name was Casilia. (laughs) Again, sorry. She was 72. Um, they had a daughter, Victoria, who was older. She was 35, and she was a widow. Okay. Her husband, Carl, had been killed in World War One. Oh, okay. Yep. And so she had two children. I believe the first was by her husband, um, and the second had kind of an unknown parentage. So we're ah, going to get into that. Gotcha. Um, I believe her daughter's name was also either Kazilla Cas- or Kazelia, like the mother. Okay. So, um, and then there was Joseph, the son, who was two. The Got daughter it. was seven. Son is two. Mm-hmm. So none of them have been seen out there. So kind of their neighbors go out to check in on them. Same uh-huh. deal. They're kind of poking around. And when they get to their barn, they find the bodies of Andreas, Cazelia, Victoria, and one of her children dead mm. and stacked on top of each other Ew, okay. in the barn. Ew. Yeah. In the house, they found Joseph, the youngest the baby. grandchild, who was two. Mm. Um, and they also found their maid who had just started working that day, Maria Baumgartner. So she started that day that working. Day. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's what they think. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and of course, when they started kind of going through and examining the bodies, mm-hmm. kind of same thing. They found that all had been killed with um, it's called a mattock, which I believe is like a pickaxe mm. or an axe itself. Yeah. Um, all had like very severe blows to the face and the oh. back of the head. Uh-huh. Um, interesting point though, only Victoria and her mother showed signs of strangulation. They had marks around their neck. So it's interesting that the women have that. Um, So this was, they found them on April 4th, 1922. Mm -hmm. They thought the murder would have occurred on March 31st. This kind of coincides with the last time the family is seen out in public. Okay. Um, What makes this even creepier is when they're interviewing family members about, or like neighbors, I'm sorry, Uh about kind of, you know, when's the last time you saw them? Did anything look awry? The weekend that this occurred, or the couple days between the 31st and April 4th, Mm -hmm. they saw smoke coming from their chimneys. They saw signs of movement on the farm. And we're assuming that they've all been killed at this point. Oh, weird. So someone was like staying there in their house. And someone who knew how to maintain a farm. This was a farm. They had Mm -hmm. a barn. They had animals. This person was, they were doing the farm things. So nothing was out of place. Nobody... Except the bodies in the barn. Well, yeah. <laughs> we gathered that. Right. But, like, kept no. the house going as normal. Right. And I think that's part of why Ooh. it was so shocking to the neighbors. Because in your story in Villisca, you know, Sarah Peckham doesn't see. It was the day of. Right. Like, and, yeah. like, yeah, there's no sign of movement. There's nothing. And that's weird. But in yeah. this one. It, there was. It all kind of seems like things are as normal. Yeah. Until they go and they make this horrific discovery. Yeek. So... In kind of going through the body autopsies and kind of seeing how each one died, um, obviously blunt force trauma is a really common theme. Mm-hmm. They all took blows to the face and the head. Um, a really sad fact, though, was it was believed uh, Victoria's daughter was the last one to actually pass away mm-hmm. because they found that she had tore her own hair out. They found hair, I think, under her fingernails. Ooh. So it suggested that either she watched the murder of her family. And she's like grabbing her, like, and was scared. just obviously reacting yeah. in a stress response or um, was dying, did not immediately die and Ugh. had to 
you know, basically yeah. go through these final moments alone. And that's horrific in itself. That's really sad. You know? So the bodies were ended up being beheaded because they wanted to see, they wanted to have their skulls examined for more information. Oh, okay. This was, okay. <laughs> sorry. I'm like, this guy did it or okay. No, no. Okay. 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 So During the investigation. The- got it. They, you know, obviously removed the skulls and they sent them to Munich for further mm-hmm. analysis. Because okay. mind you, this is a tiny town. You know, yeah. this has never really happened before. Uh-huh. Um, but interestingly enough, they were examined in Munich, but everything I found said that they've been lost. They were not. Interesting. So all the bodies were buried without their heads. Ooh. Yeah. That's kind of a dark little. Yeah. So what do you think so far? This is gross. <laughs> yeah. It is. Odd topic we picked today. It is gross. Good for a nice, gloomy, creepy day. It is. And, you know, this is horrific in itself, but there are some really interesting circumstances that mm-hmm. occurred before. So that's why I wanted to start with this first and go Got backwards. It. Okay. So as I titled it, Strange and Nasty Circumstances. <laughs> so in the months leading up to the murders, there were kind of some weird things going on with the Gruber family. Mm-hmm. For one, and Andreas noticed one day when he was out in the early morning that he saw footprints in the snow going to his farm but none leaving, and none of his family oh, no. was awake yet. No, I'd be calling the po-po right there. Nay, well, nay, and nay, I, fucking nay. <laughs> and I think he ended up telling, like, neighbors this, and I think someone, like, loaned him a rifle, because, you know, this is a farm, this is the 1920s, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah. So another weird thing was that the family could not keep a maid, because remember, Maria showed up the, the day of the murders. Mm-hmm. So the previous man had claimed that their house was haunted because she kept hearing noises in the attic, uh, uh, uh. which ties very closely to Velisca. That's weird. Isn't this okay. weird how it's yeah. lining up? Um, also, just as a theory here, Andreas was not a nice dude. He was kind of a nasty asshole. Doucher. Okay. It was commonly thought that he be- he beat his wife. She oh. would often come to town with bruises and... Doucher. Yeah. He was a giant douchebag. Um, there was also a really well-known theory, and I read this in a couple places, that he had been having an, an incestuous relationship with Victoria, his daughter. Oh. Gross. Um, and that leads to my point earlier that Joseph, her youngest son. Oh, do you think it was like there? Oh, It's no. a theory oh, that maybe he was gross. the father. But their neighbor, Lawrence Schlittenbauer, claimed to be the boy's father and actually paid them child support. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, that it's interesting. There's kind of dicey yeah. circumstances here. Okay. So some of the theories on who did it, why. Who done it? Lawrence was originally kind of the first suspect. Okay. Makes sense. He's the neighbor. Mm-hmm. He had wanted to marry Victoria and Andreas for whatever reason had said, no, no. you can't marry her. Okay. So it was thought maybe he was angry that, you know, he couldn't marry her and that they had had this like illegitimate child. Um, maybe he couldn't pay child support anymore. So he mm-hmm. just lost it and carried this act out. Um, but he had an alibi, I believe. So okay. they could not place him at the scene. Right. Um, Another kind of far-fetched theory was that Victoria's husband, remember she was a widow, yeah. had actually survived World War One, had come back, oh. had seen this extra child, I was like, oh, uh-uh. had lived in the house, hence the noises in the attic, yeah. and maybe carried out the murder himself out of rage. Mm. But they ended up interviewing a lot of his fellow soldiers from World War One, and a lot of them corroborated the fact that they had seen him die, they saw his body. Yeah. So okay. it's unlikely. And finally, the kind of weirdest and... Uh, most interesting theory is that it was either Victoria or Andreas themselves who committed the murder and then turned the weapon on themselves. Did they ever find the weapon? They did. So not initially. They could tell it was obviously like something blunt, heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, they demolished the house. The house is not there anymore. And when they did that, they actually found the actual oh, mattock wow. that had been used. And it was one that Andreas had built himself. 
I got gotcha. you. So, See, the, the only reason that I don't believe that is because the bodies were stacked on top of each other. Like, how you going to stack? How, yeah, I don't, like I don't you, believe that like one at all. And they were both out in the barn, so that makes sense now that But you then you would that. see it, and you would see the axe. Still on the there. Ground. Like, what yeah. you going to, like, toss it? I Go. don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, it just makes sense. And basically. Oh, I get on my shirt. Oh, Lord. Oh, my brand new white shirt. Oh. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Caitlin's a toddler at heart. <laughs> oh, man, I need a bib. <laughs> you do need a bib. Sorry. Nope. See, my, that theory doesn't. Right out the well, window. And it doesn't make sense either. You know, the they basically, even at that time, could tell that the wounds were very much inflicted upon. Like, yeah. you could not inflict that upon to yourself. yourself. So yeah. that kind of rules that out. But there's... Oh, here we go again. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Apple Watch is going. We'll be saving after this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's unsolved. And obviously your Apple Watch head didn't get it. We don't understand either. It's a really horrible uh, story. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was mine. <laughs> interesting. It is interesting. That's crazy. That's a really... Um, that was a good one. I'd never heard of it before. No, it's it's not as well known, but it. I got it. I got it. What? That Reverend dude. George Kelly, because that's a that happened in what nineteen twenty? Nineteen twenty two. Okay. This, this was nineteen twelve, right? Yeah. So okay. he done it. He goes flies over to Germany. Said, "I'm gonna do it again." And then he hit up. Yeah. He went straight into these it. are no longer unsolved mysteries. Solved. Done. Post <laughs> case. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good one. That was a that good was one. a really good one. It was. Um, yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. So if you have any theories, let us know what you think because yeah. we're, we'd be interested. Right. All right. Are you ready to... I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, let's clean house. And then we can get to, uh, one, washing your shirt that you just oh, got all nasty. And two, uh, watch some football. Yeah. How's that sound? That sounds good. All right. What's your favorite German word? I don't know if I have one. Wiener schnitzel. Oh my god! <laughs> All of Germany just unsubscribed. <laughs> Germany. German is an interesting language. Uh, it, it's very long, and it's. I'm like I would hate to robust. learn German, like like it just seems like two words are like a paragraph. A lot of compound words yeah. is what I've like deduced from that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, and hopefully I have not made your ears bleed with my pronunciations of German <laughs> words. If I did, please let me know, and I'll apologize. All right, so go um, go to Facebook. Go to Facebook. Find me up here. Let's see if I can do it. This will be entertaining. Are you okay? All, All right. right. All right. So you can find us on Facebook, Ghoul yep. Friends Podcast. Yep. You can find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. Yep. You can find us on Twitter. Yes. At Ghoul underscore Friends. Oh my God, she's almost there. And email. Email at Ghoulfriends Pod or not at Ghoulfriends Podcast at, at gmail.com. Oh, 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 good job. Wiener Schnitzel. House clean. <laughs> Consider this house clean, son. <laughs> All right. Stay safe, stay warm. And for next time, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. We're your ghoul friends. Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Wiener. <laughs>